This show is part of the RetroZap.com podcast network. And welcome everybody to episode 92 of the Animaniacast. It's happy I'm home. You got some band-aids? Skippy, you look like you just went around with Evanda Holyfield. This has been the worst day ever in the whole wide world. <gasps> you mean Mel Brooks made a sequel to Robin Hood Men in Tights? No. Then don't scare me like that. I'm old. I could have an attack. And welcome once again to the Animaniacast. We're the only podcast out there that's dedicated to the animated television series, Animaniacs. And here we explore the series, episode by episode. We talk about all the cultural references and gags that we can possibly find. And in the end, we give each episode a Water Tower rating. I am Joey, and joining me once again is my brother, Nathan. Strong enough for a man, but made for a woman. Absolutely. And and she's two, two, two mints in one. All the way in Georgia, it's Kelly. Hi. <laughs> I thought I got, might as well get two out of the you know the, the references yeah. that Skippy puts out there. I was hoping Kelly would say "Oi, macadamia." <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh well, it's okay. Well, <laughs> today. <laughs> well, today we are talking about episode ninety-two of Animaniacs, and it includes the segments it. The Macadamia Nut, and Bully for Skippy. And, well, Kelly, Nathan, if someone were to ask you about this episode in just like, I don't know, just a few words, what would you tell them, uh, Kelly? It is an earworm. Yeah, that is very true. And, uh, Nathan, what about you? Um, it was, it, it's good. <laughs> I see, I see what you did there. Uh, well, Nathan, tell us, when did today's episode first premiere? Oh, boy. Okay, so this episode first premiered on Saturday, September 13th, 1997, uh, which was the same day as the state funeral for Mother Teresa in India. It was also the same day that Elton John released his song, Candles in the Wind, Candle in the Wind, in honor of uh, the recently deceased Princess Diana. Uh, that was the high, That's still the highest-selling single... It- it was Goodbye English Rose. Right? Yes. Is that what? Yeah, I think yes. it. Yeah. The, the original yeah. one was for Marilyn Monroe or Norma Jean. Yeah. yeah. It was a re-release. Goodbye English Rose. But this one, the 1997 version, uh, is the highest selling single since the charts began in 1950. Um, it's the second highest of all time, uh, followed only by Bing Crosby's White Christmas, I think was the only one above it. Wow. Do you know um, who attended Princess Diana's funeral? Uh, Elton John. Well, besides that, <laughs> he sang that song. Besides that, I'm gonna guess it's it's. Uh, gosh, could 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 Mr. Spielberg have shown up to that? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was that's cool. That I mean, well, Princess Diana was so such a. Uh, I mean, she knew everybody, and everybody loved her. So yeah, it's it was a, a huge thing. Was, yeah, uh, they um. Well, Dodie Fayed's actually credited on the movie Hook. Um, he's listed in the credits. Really? And, yeah, and um, but there were a lot of I, I guess special uh, 
viewing showings whatever because i always see these pictures of spielberg with princess diana and um you know like there's photos of um him doing the premiere of, of et and stuff and so he'd met her on numerous occasions even you know way back that when the when the word of princess diana um dying that that i was that was definitely one of those you know you remember where you were moments oh yeah I was mm. uh, I was working in Chuck E. Cheese at the time. <laughs> and I don't oh. know I don't know how I found out, but uh, yeah, a friend a friend told me on AOL Instant Messenger. Yeah, and I was like, what? What? I, I can't even. And so um, I told my mother because uh, we watched Fergie and Andrew's wedding on TV live, and you know, at six a.m. in the morning, you know, in the morning or whatever. And um, so we. Uh, I went back downstairs to get out back on the messenger, and um, then I heard her from upstairs saying she's dead, and I was like, "Oh my goodness, it's so tragic." So, um, and however you know people feel about royal family or whatever, I mean, she was a mother of two kids, so yeah. that was super tragic, and you know she was really young. Yeah, totally. Uh, well, Nathan, save us. What else do we got? Is there anything else that happened that wasn't so sad? Um, I guess later this week we get uh, some movies. We get L.A. Confidential and uh, Kevin Klein stars in uh, In and Out. So, that was directed by Frank Oz. Yes, it was. It was, <laughs> it was directed by Frank Oz. And I was just thinking the other day uh, I, I, how I still can't believe, Kelly, that you've never seen Little Shop of Horrors. For as many movies that I've never seen. <laughs> the, re- the remake. I, yes, the I don't remake. know how I've, I've missed it. I just It's just one I've never managed to catch i have a little i I, maybe i'm maybe i keep thinking about that so much because i have a little trading card from little shop of horrors right next to my microphone right here and it's Oren, steve martin's character the dentist and it's Mm -hmm. a it's a little thing that says Oren, the leader of the plaque and it's just a little sticker card and it he's just looking right at me so um yeah (laughs) that's I love that movie so much. Last year for Halloween, my wife and I saw it um, in the theater. It was so much fun. We got to see oh, like, wow. the alternate. Of course, I wouldn't recommend it. I would not have recommended you go see it that way because it was the original ending. And it, it was like only for people that really knew the movie incredibly well. I think I should have seen it that way. Oh, but anyway, oh, okay. so Amazon Prime is where I think I saw it last, but whatever. <laughs> oh, yeah, I've got Prime. I, I can locate it. Yeah, look there. it up. It's, it's a good Halloween movie. Finding time to sit and watch a movie. Goodness gracious. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I did see First Man last night, and um, that is executive produced by Steven Spielberg, just you know, for anybody who didn't know that. Oh, okay. And is it a thumbs up, thumbs down, sideways thumb? What do we got? I, I liked it. I will admit that I had a massive headache um, due to my recent whiplash. Oh, my god! I guess my neck and my head were killing me. So to me, it felt a little long. Mm-hmm. Um but that's probably because I just was really uncomfortable and just wanted to go home and lie down. But um, no, I liked it. I uh, I feel like I learned some stuff about uh, the NASA program a little bit, or you know, at least refresh my memory on some things I've learned when I've been studying for Jeopardy. <laughs> so uh, yeah, it was an interesting glance into the space program. Excellent. Well, all right. Well, let's go ahead and get into our episode discussion. And uh, let's start with It. (laughs) And It was written by Leonard Robinson and Lenny 
K. Graves. Spooky. And it was directed by John McClanahan. And, uh, well, basically in this one, uh, Wacko's running around. It has this really cool uh, downwards, you know, skyward shot into this house. And uh, basically we see Wacko running away uh, from something. We don't know what it is, but it's almost as if the camera is chasing Wacko in some ways. He's going down, 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 down. And he opens doors, gets stuck, and eventually he gets trapped. And at the very end, he knows the monster or whatever is going to get him. And it turns out it's Dot who tags him and says, Tag! You're it! And then runs off up the stairs away from him. And as a little cap to her being so scary, her shadow turns into this monster uh, silhouette, which I thought was super cool. Um, but that's basically it. It's a little, you know, it's a nice little gag right there. And, uh, you know, I think when trying to make people think of the, uh, the movie or the television movie, at least it, uh, with Tim Curry, um, which I've never seen. I've not, I haven't seen either it, the it, television. It also or- has Jonathan Brandis. Oh, another one. Jonathan Brandis, of course, is from like, uh, white, uh, Ladybugs? Sequest. <laughs> I was going to say Ladybugs, but Sequest. Um, no. I mean, well, yeah, but no. <laughs> That's not what he should be known for. <laughs> no, I mean, let's let's remember him for Sequest. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, what did you guys think about this? First of all, I, I think I should mention before we get much further into our, our, our episode here, all the segments that we have here are all Star Tunes uh, cartoons, which is... Um, you know, very distinctive style, I think. Uh, the, it was an American studio, uh, based off of, uh, in Chicago, I believe. And so all three cartoons in this have a very distinctive and a really cool animation style. This one was quite good, I thought. Uh, but what did you guys think about it, Nathan? Um, yeah, I thought the animation was overall really good, like, especially just the fact that it's like following through the water tower and everything, just, very creepy, and it was a nice little punchline at the end. Um, yeah, I liked it. There, there was a movie. You liked it. I get it. Um, <laughs> well, Kelly, what did you think? Well, by the title, um, and you've already mentioned it, I, I thought it was going to go in a different direction and uh, actually be about it. But, I mean, because we, we already have had a vague reference to it in Clown and Out. Yes. A clown is my friend. A clown will not bite me and throw me in the basement. A clown will not bite me and throw me in the basement. A clown is not a big spider. A clown is not a big spider. But I I liked it. I, I really enjoyed the lighting, um, the shadows and, and everything. I thought it was, it, yeah, it was very creepy. Yeah, it was, I it, and it really was just kind of funny. I kind of wish that the title was was red, not that green uh lettering just to it was make like it... the monster drink oh yeah it did look like the monster drink <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah but anyway that's it was a, a nice little a cute way to start today's episode um let's go ahead and get into it so today's episode first starts off with a song and it's called the macadamia nut Hello, nurse. 
like a klutz on a show called Animania. Am I a cutie? Absolutely. And a beauty, you can bet your patootie. But if you touch me or even get near me, I'll have you arrested. Do you hear me? Dot is a nut, so they call her macadamia. She's cracked in the head and cookie in the bradia. Each line in the song sounds pretty much the same. Oi, macadamia! Macadamia Nut is based off of, well, the Macarena, and the parody lyrics were by Tom Ruger and was directed once again by John McClanahan. <laughs> Kelly, can you tell us what happens here in the Macadamia Nut? It is a parody of the song The Macarena, like you said, and uh, it's mostly dot singing and it is quite obviously a parody. Um, you know, they're not even really pretending. It's it's not even similar to Macarena. It's it's pretty much, you know, the the music is is almost identical, um, and the tune and everything. So the uh, this was a song that was popular back in the late mid to late nineties, I guess, and it it was everywhere. You could oh, not yeah. escape it, and People were dancing to it, and, and there there is a dance to it, and you know, doing it at weddings and everything else, and you know it was catchy for a bit, and then it's like no, no more. Um, it's it was but, so, uh, it's still around today. I mean, whenever I go to a wedding, oh, it's yeah. usually still played. I mean, I don't think I don't think you can get there's like the Macarena, YMCA, and like the shuffle song or something like yeah. that. Well, Sometimes the, the chicken the dance, electric the electric slide. Um, it's so funny when, when, um, I'm tomorrow I am celebrating my 12th wedding anniversary. What? It's wow. crazy. But I remember when we got married, <laughs> my wife and I were like, we're not playing the electric slide and we're not <laughs> playing, uh, YMCA or anything. We're, we're like, we're, we gave the DJ like a list. We're like, you are to play these songs and blah, blah, blah. But you know what happens? The guests come in and they yeah. start you can't you can't help you can't it's going to happen don't fight it newlyweds you're going to have to play the macarena at your wedding i'm sorry anyway <laughs> but what else well what else did we uh, anything else to say about the this parody right here kelly that you know yeah well i i really thought the um the art style of it was was really great it's all the characters on a white background which i can't remember the music video for macarena i think it's similar i think so but yeah I could, I could be wrong but um because by that time it, I, I think it was getting more difficult to watch mu music videos anyway because you know reality shows and everything were on the music channels but um i'm still not bitter about that by the way <laughs> <laughs> but uh I used to love music videos i know they well back i don't know if they had them in atlanta but did they have um they had a service here in, in Tucson called a jukebox or something like that, where you could actually call a, a 900 number and request the uh, song that you like a music video to be played I, like on. I think there was something like that because I, I, I think it was called the box. Yeah, the something. box. Yeah. Um, I do remember it from college back when uh, Britney Spears started being on the scene because that was on it all the time. My, my roommate was big fan and she she would basically watch nothing but that station yeah um but i was trying to you know get good grades and study so i was like turn that off <laughs> get off my lawn <laughs> but uh 
Yeah, I think we had something like that. But um, and of course now we have the internet. We can go watch music videos all the oh, time. Yeah. But so I should have looked this up and, and watched it. But that's okay because I didn't want to watch the Macarena. No, no, don't go through that torture. Nothing is <laughs> not worth it. But the dot um, <laughs> she's in all these different outfits and a whole bunch of characters make cameos like um, Pip shows up and. You see Ralph and Hello Nurse and Scap- uh, Skippy and Slappy and Minerva and Pinky and the Brain. Everybody's there and Buttons and Mindy. And uh, Now, Kelly, did you notice one of your favorite characters makes an appearance very briefly in it? Wally Lama. That's right. I was like, <laughs> I was like oh, yay. I was saving the best for last. Oh, <laughs> of course. <laughs> so... Uh, um, and I, I thought the, the funniest part was when she refers to her name. Um, uh, I think she left off the princess, or uh, but she said Louisa Francesca Banana Fana Bobesca the third, but call her Dottie, and you know she'll have to hurt you. <laughs> and um, or did she add the princess? I can't, I can't remember. Well, we'll play a clip right now, and we'll find out. Okay, so, uh, so yeah, it's a really on-spot parody and, um, you know, done in music video style, and I don't know if this was played in between, you know, during commercial breaks or something like that, but it probably should have been. I know Disney Channel used to show, like, little clips and music video segments from some of their shows, because they would show, um, I know they didn't produce Fraggle Rock, but they aired Fraggle Rock for some time, and they played this song from fraggle rock and it had the little you know name of the song and stuff at the bottom right hand so it, you know had that music video look to it right yeah and i love that um by the way are you planning on getting the fraggle rock blu-ray uh, 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 well yeah probably um i might keep an eye on the price though cause yeah it's a little hefty at the moment and um but maybe i'll put it put it on my christmas list yeah saying i'll get it Santa yeah. doesn't care about prices. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's how I got my box set of Young Indiana Jones Chronicles. Well, there you go. <laughs> I was like, these are expensive. Santa Claus gifted them for me for Christmas. <laughs> I think now they're a lot more reasonable, but when they came out, they were like $80, $90 yep. for a set, and, and there were three sets. So I was like, oh my mm, gosh. I'm a broke college student. I don't have that kind of money. <laughs> Even though I've waited for like 15 years for this to come out on DVD, it's okay. Yeah. It will be there next week. Speaking of which, Animaniacs, the full, complete series, out on DVD now. So go buy your copies, everybody. Go to Amazon.AnimaniCast.com. There's your quick commercial. (laughs) (laughs) Shameless plug. Shameless. Totally shameless plug. If anybody who sees me online will see that I will shamelessly plug this podcast anywhere. Uh, Speaking of, that video you shared of people sharing their wax. Uh, Yakko, Yakko's world. Uh huh. Is there? A, that's a little girl on teacups with a Yakko. Yes, mm-hmm. that's one of my nieces. Oh, oh my goodness! I was so excited when I had to co plate rewind it and play that back because I was like, "That's a little girl on the teacups." Yeah, that's my little with Yakko. That's my little near <laughs> niece Vera right there on the teacups she last year. Teacup. 
Yeah, she liked the teacups a lot. Did she read them ten times like I did? Because that would be awesome. I, I think she she probably would have been okay with that, but uh, we <laughs> had to move on, unfortunately. Oh. <laughs> well, if you want to see that, folks, just uh, you can search for the hashtag Yakko's World and uh, check out that video that I you know compiled and uh, see some previous Yakko. Uh, pictures that listeners have sent us and we just got a brand new one today as well for uh, one of our listeners harley who took a picture of herself as a hello nurse with a uh, yakko and wacko in a little net <laughs> that she she had as part of her costume for halloween a few years ago so uh yeah if you have a picture of yakko uh you can just uh, send it over to us twitter instagram and just use the hashtag Yakko's World, all one word, and then we'll uh, retweet it out. Those are that's something we started a couple years ago, and then we kind of just forgot about it. And I thought, you know what, we should try that again. I reminded you about I it. I know you would remind me, and I go, <laughs> oh yeah, well she do that, and then I forget about it. But <laughs> I remembered, Kelly. I remembered. <laughs> all right. Well, <laughs> Nathan, is there anything in this uh, first Macadamia Nut cartoon that you particularly liked? Um, I liked seeing everyone in it. It was fun, you know, seeing Randy Beeman and all the everyone and the minds back, the mind time, Newt. you know, just yeah. And um, I I was watching some of the uh, actual Macarena during Kelly's conversation, uh-huh. and it's it's exactly like the music video with uh, the Animaniacs band. You watched um, Ghost Island, though, right? Yeah, thank goodness. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't hear that in the background? No. Well, uh, <laughs> Kelly, you men- you mentioned that um, it sounds very you know identical. Apparently, this is according to the wonderful Tumblr resource that uh, we have called the uh, Hello Nice Warners. Really fantastic uh, Tumblr uh, blog uh, put together. Uh, it says that Warner Brothers actually bought the rights to the Macarena song. Um, so... That's really one of the reasons I think this is a, an exact copy, not necessarily a sound alike, but really just note for note, basically the same. In fact, I think this song should be played at weddings instead of the Macarena. I will opinion. do it. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. I will do it right next to somebody's getting married from up in Tate, Manhattan. <laughs> I, I swear this on the sword of my father, Domingo Montoya. <laughs> I will play these songs. Excellent. If, I mean, if if I ever do that. All so, right. I mean. <laughs> well, we gotta have, make it happen now. Cause <laughs> well, uh, you talk talk to my boyfriend. Okay? All right. All right. <laughs> Send him some messages, folks. Okay, just so we can get this <laughs> macadamia nut song going. Uh, well, there's a lot. One of the things that we were talking about before uh, recording was how it has some really funny lyrics that are actually embedded throughout this that are in Spanish or at least Spanglish. Uh, and one of them says, That means, where did you go to, Nintendo? Um, maybe they're talking about, like, I don't know, Nintendo was kind of waning, perhaps, at this point? It seems like Nintendo well, always kind of goes away for a little bit and then comes back stronger and then goes away for a while. I mean, no, well, this is like the height of N64, though. Like, uh, even yeah, when they right. wrote this, like, N64 would have just come out. But even, like, you know, uh, earlier this year, we had Mario Kart and yeah. GoldenEye had come out. So, so it's, kind of, it's a confusing hits. lyric right there. Um, I think the, the thought might be that, you know, Nintendo mean, meaning NES instead the of Super original. Nintendo or N64... Where did you go to, you yeah. know, classic NES? Where did you go to classic NES? Well, <laughs> you can now buy the 
the it at Target now. Yeah, or you get a Switch and you have, you buy your online service and you get a you get the Nintendo from there too, basically. There's there's always ways to get to Nintendo now, so yeah. Anyway, uh, one of them is uh, basically meaning, hey, what's up, you big sacks of grain? Uh, and that could mean uh, that uh, an animation reference. I forget which of the Disney nine old men kind of uh, put this together, but I think it's in the Art of Animation book where they show how you can make a sack of flour have different emotions depending on its posture. Uh and I think that's probably what they're referring to. Um, anyway, my favorite Spanish lyric, however, is... In other words, who cut the cheese? We abstain, we abstain <laughs> or we abstain, whatever. Um, uh, I really like this one because in Freakazoid, he goes, Que ocupe la fromage? Uh, who cut the cheese? As his French lesson. And... Maybe it's connected, or I don't know, but I thought that was a, a funny thing to say. That means wash your wash hands. Your yep, wash your hands, please. You could see that when you're going to almost any restroom these days. <laughs> that meant uh, one more time, and you go to the re- then then you go to the repetitive refrain, and uh, yeah, that's that's basically it. I mean, there's and there's just so many other cool lyrics about dot going to hurt you if you look at her or anything mm-hmm. like that and get and kicking wacko out of the water tower for yeah. burping uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> some good maurice lamarche's burping right there and mm-hmm. some a good yes from maurice lamarche as well mm-hmm. um anyway a really fun song I, I i i remember seeing this quite a few times on you know youtube and things like that it's it's a it, tons of gifs of this or gifs of this mm-hmm. song with especially with that ralph with a tank top basically oh very disturbing <laughs> way to begin this video <laughs> very disturbing but very funny at the same time but yeah, ralph, it's, it's definitely worth watching if a listener hasn't seen it you yeah know, for some reason yeah the song while the song is very good and you know very catchy the video is is totally worth watching it. I mean, it's just like they're all sliding all these different places, and there's like a little bar symbol, like a casino slot machine. It's just so many little mm-hmm. cool parts. That's, that's from the original video. They, mm. they did lots of slot machine kind of. It's very '90s looking video because it's based on a '90s music video. But. Yeah, so really cool. And apparently, uh, John McClanahan uh, animated about sixty percent of this. Just a really good project. Really good segment. This way, two commercials. Hey, it wasn't my idea. The kids of the 70s and 80s are all grown up, but the good times of childhood don't have to end. Our generation can share the fun and fandom of our youth with the next generation and bring the past into the future. And wrap it all up to make a fantastic present. Join Jedi Swar and Shaz Bazaar every Monday morning to get your work week started by reminiscing about the past and exploring the future with your earbuds on Techno Retro Dads. So find us on iTunes, Facebook, Twitter, or on RetroZap.com. Part of the RetroZap Network. Hey, Robert, why should people listen to another retro gaming podcast? You mean our cast, David? We do have to keep this short, you know. Yes, well, I guess we should start with the fact we celebrate old school video games. And we have awesome guests and game giveaways. Don't forget that. Plus our game show and your favorite segment, Random Select. <sighs> Don't remind me. Are we done yet? Listen to our cast, another retro gaming podcast, part of RetroZap.com. Finally, back to my beer.
Hi, this is Slappy Squirrel, and unfortunately, you're listening to the Animaniacast. Let's go ahead and move on to the next cartoon, and it's called Bully for Skippy. And Bully for Skippy was a story by Nick Dubois and Tom Ruger. It was written by Nick Dubois, and it was directed, once again, by John McClanahan. (laughs) And Nathan, tell us what happens here in Bully for Skippy. First, I want to say, Bully! (laughs) Yeah, I know, that's true. It should be like Bully, like Teddy Roosevelt, right? Like, Bully! That's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Anyways, uh, so uh, the cartoon starts off, there's a congressional hearing, and all cartoons or at least there needs to be like three hours dedicated to like very educational uh things and uh no violence stuff like that is basically what the the head of the uh network is saying um and he says especially you slappy so you know it's going to be a skippy and slappy cartoon Uh, (laughs) (laughs) and we cut to uh skippy and slappy are at home or i guess slappy's just watching tv the firework or the explosion network and then she hears something at the door and it's they uh they're delivering the new device that will uh stop all on-screen violence basically it'll be a new way to solve all your problems uh some assembly required so uh slappy has to build this thing and the instructions are insane uh and she's gonna spend the whole episode building that and meanwhile then skippy comes in and he's all hurt and he said it's the worst day ever he has a bully, and Slappy's like, you know what you gotta do? Hit him with his mallet, and then they cut to a, a, a clip of Slappy as a younger squirrel and showing her fight some other dog thing with a mallet. Step right up, Sonny. Ring the bell and win a prize. Try your luck with the mallet. Dunkishin! I like Zizzy Game Knockins. Give me the mackin. You got it, pal. <laughs> And thankfully, it's me. (laughs) Now that's comedy. And then Skippy's like, no, I can't do that because, remember, we're going to have another congressional hearing if I use violence. And like, oh, no, we can't do that. So uh, 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 Skippy goes back. Sorry to interrupt you. They gotta mm-hmm. gotta say that the, the that um, Artie Johnson, <laughs> Artie Johnson, uh, who's the voice of Newt, also did the voice of that German dog. Uh, oh really? Yeah. yeah. So you can kind of tell voice. it's like the same voice. <laughs> oh no, I thought you were gonna talk about the name of the the congressman. Um, oh, Reef Blunt. Reef Blunt. Yes. Oh, funny. So if if, if that's <laughs> supposed to be a marijuana reference, perhaps I, I don't know. That's- what I kind of assumed Reefer it must madness, be. Yeah. Reefer madness, yeah. Reefer madness, yeah. I mean, it, it seemed a little too on the nose uh, <laughs> to be accidental. Perhaps telling everybody the bureaucrats must be smoking something, basically, in order to come yes. up with these rules. Or I mean, maybe they should. I'm, I'm <laughs> Loosen up a little bit. liberal telling us <laughs> we can't have violence in our, I don't know. have no idea. <laughs> um, anyway, so uh, Skippy's going to not use violence to fight his bully. Instead, he's just going to ignore him like his counselor tells him to do. But then uh, the bully just ties him into a pretzel, and he goes home, and he's all hurt. I'm ignoring you, Duke. Oh, yeah? I'm still ignoring you. How about now? 
Um, so then the next day, he's going to try a different method, which I think this time he's going to try sharing and try to be his friend. So he's like, why don't you have some of my sandwich? And he's like, yeah, I'll have some of this sandwich and you can take this knuckle sandwich. And no, oh, he got hurt again. So then the <laughs> next day, he's going to try to uh, do empathy. And so he's like, well, I, I forgive you for being mean. Let's shake and forgive and forget. And he's like, I'll shake. And he shakes him up and like throws him into a bus. Let's shake on it. Oh, Chuck, that's great, Snippy. You mean shake? Like this? Hey, Scampy! Watch out for that! Bus! (laughs) And then, uh, I think that's when uh, Skippy decides finally to just give up and uh, fight back, basically. Um, so can't stands no more. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> so uh, the the next day he comes back and he's ignoring the bully again. But this time he's wearing a metal helmet and the bully's like, give me that helmet. And he puts on the, the bully puts on the helmet. And meanwhile, Skippy runs over and gets a giant uh, crane or whatever those things are called with a giant magnet on it and uh, keeps picking him up and dropping him and fights him with gravity. I think he's starting to appreciate the gravity of his situation. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that was pretty fun and then uh, but the bully's still mad at him so uh, the next day Skippy's playing a boombox really loud and the bully's like give me that boombox and Skippy's like uh, basically like oh here you go and then the bully takes it and there's dynamite in it oh no where's the music ah they're playing my song uh, kaboom. And then, uh, the next day, uh, Skippy comes with a backpack and he's like, come on, really, we should just, uh, stop trying to beat me up. And he's, the bully's like, no, give me that backpack. And he puts it on. He's like, looks like it was made just for me. And he's like, you're right. And then it turns into a rocket, shoots him into space. And that's how they beat the bully. We fight a never ending battle for truth, justice, and big comedy explosions. But then the network censors see all this and like they're like, hey, that was really bad. So they burst, they bust into the house and like, meanwhile, the bully's there and he's like helping them finish up building this contraption that's uh, slabby has been building the entire episode. And the the censors like, hey, uh, we're upset. And they're like, oh, uh, Skippy's like, you know what? I'll try out this new contraption to convince you not that uh violence is okay basically and what the contraption does is basically it puts them up and it beats them up and basically almost kills them and then they come out and they're like hey violence is fine and that's pretty much how the episode ends <laughs> yeah i a very it, this was like like a very classic uh you know slappy cartoon in a lot of ways, mm-hmm. wasn't it? Seems like the other ones were a lot of commentary about Hollywood or things like that. This is just there's a bully and we're going to stop this bully by dynamite <laughs> and <laughs> hammers and things like that. But there was a few, you know, references. I mean, the mostly from Skippy when he walks in because apparently again I'm going to the Hello Nice Warner's blog, uh that Nate Ruger once again did not want to cry when coming into the door each time. So he came up with this idea that can I can I say these different phrases instead? It's two, 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 mince one. That first, uh, the mince and one, that was a certs commercial. 
Certs is the one mint that gives you both. Stops bad breath in seconds, tastiest mint of all. So get new Certs. Remember, only smoother, tastier Certs gives you two, two, two mints in one. It's strong enough for a man, but not for women. And then the strong enough for a man, but made for a woman. That was a secret commercial. So were you wonderful today or what? Let's just say I didn't break out into a cold sweat. Isn't that good? Under the circumstances, I'd say that's very good. When a woman needs strength, secret solid is for her. Strong enough for a man, but pH balanced for a woman. Saw those a lot. And of course, there's a... The other one, which was, uh... If he doesn't get out over the place, he doesn't belong in your face. Which was Carl's Jr. And do you have Carl's Jr.'s in, in Atlanta, Kelly, or is that Hardee's over there? We have Hardee's. Hardee's. But did you still have those same doesn't get over over the place commercials? I don't remember them. Oh, you would have remembered oh, wow. them. Those were like... Yeah, those are prominent. So yeah, I don't know. <laughs> you must not have had them there because it's not. <laughs> oh gosh, they had them that everywhere was for years too. Like, yeah, and they were I feel usually. Like there was... Go ahead, Nathan. Well, I, was, I feel like they're still doing them like five or six years ago. Even I don't know. Yeah, um, and that they a lot of them were very sexual too. I mean, they would always mm-hmm. show like a woman like eating a hamburger and then the stuff dripping down her face or her chest or something like that. It was. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! I think it yeah. started off like with just men. Yeah. You know, and then they being really messy, being like, messy, man. But then they were like, well, women and then, like, be, you know, be funny. Yeah. yeah, that I live in the South. That wouldn't have been allowed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think there was a Paris Hilton. There was a Paris Hilton uh, one that she was washing a car while eating a superstar burger. And it's like, oh, yeah, I'm sure Paris Hilton keeps her figure by eating uh, a superstar burgers, which are the, yeah. the hugest burgers. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> But anyway, yeah, they they I mean that's all she eats all day. Of I course. Mean, well, a, just a single burger, that might be okay. Maybe. <laughs> she eats no, I think she eats a single cert, perhaps. I don't know, like for the two mints in one. <laughs> but <laughs> But uh there was also you know, there's also Adrian, you know, with the with Rocky. Yo, Adrian It's interesting when he comes in and says that on Hulu, it just says mumbling. Like they really? didn't know that he said Adrian. <laughs> I couldn't understand what he was saying. Really? Yeah, a lot of. I really couldn't, oh. and I wasn't watching it on closed captioning, so I didn't pick up all that. Well, Sylvester Stallone does mumble a lot, so a parody mm-hmm. of St- Sylvester Stallone could come out as mumbling. But yeah, I knew he was saying "Yo, Adrian." That was okay, but whatever. <laughs> so uh, let's see, and other stuff. I mean, the whole "You can't stands no more" thing. That's from Popeye and. Uh, she mentions, uh, Mike Ovitz at one point, And that was, uh, one of the heads of the Walt Disney company at one point. My, perhaps my favorite pop culture reference though, was when he scares Slappy and when Slappy is worried that there's going to be a sequel to men in tights and she <laughs> grabs her heart. Like she's about to have a heart attack. And as much as I love Mel Brooks and I really do, I just, I, I've seen, I think, other than silent movie, which I don't really like that film that much, um, Men in Tights, I, I don't know if I've ever been able to get through start to finish all the way through. Cause it's, it has Carrie Elway's in it. it it's watchable. Yeah, well, for, okay. Same thing with my <laughs> wife. She likes that movie for <laughs> the wrong reason as well. Uh, by the way, I've met, I've met him. He's incredibly nice. I met him at... Oh, uh, yeah, I have too, yeah. Yeah, I met him at Phoenix Comic Con, and he's just like... 
got a picture with him and he's just like, you know, I got my copy of the princess bride signed. And he was just like, Oh, nice to meet you. God bless you. Blah, 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 blah. And he's just talking to me. And I was like, okay, I really feel like this guy likes me. That's good. <laughs> he, yeah. He really takes his time with everybody he meets. Yeah. Uh, well, what did you think about this cartoon? Uh, let's start with Kelly. I thought it was cute. Uh, it was interesting to, you know, watch it unfold and see how Skippy was going to ultimately deal with the bully since he was trying the nonviolent methods and it just wasn't getting him anywhere at all. <laughs> yeah, I, I I did like the uh, the guidance counselor as well, where she keeps giving him horrible advice and he's mm -hmm. just like, are you really a doctor? <laughs> she laughs <laughs> maniacally. So far your advice is killing me, Miss Butley. Don't be discouraged, Skippy. With some bullies, you must appeal to their sense of empathy. What? Inform him that he is hurting your feelings. In forgiveness, extend a friendly handshake. Then his conscience will take over. Are you sure you're a doctor? <laughs> Why, of course I am, Skippy. A great Tress McNeil laugh right there. Uh, Nathan, what about you? What were some things you liked? I liked when the bully got hurt. <laughs> <laughs> he had some funny ways of getting hurt in this one. Yeah. Um, the boombox one, which, yes, kids, we used to listen to boomboxes, not just iPods and stuff, phones or something like that. It's uh, He actually had to had giant D batteries that were approximately mm -hmm. the size of dynamite uh, in, in there if you wanted to listen to something. The the bully also had a great way of calling Skippy. He never knew Skippy's name. Yeah, he called him Slippy and uh, Scappy or something. I don't know. Scampy. He called he, him Scampy. They have known his name. He just may maybe you know uh, purposely mispronounced Ooh. it. Ooh, well, probably. I like that theory. I like. Well, personally, I just think he's kind of dumb. <laughs> I just don't <laughs> yeah. think. I just don't think the bully was the smartest. Uh, bulb on the christmas tree he was having some trouble so i just think he just didn't uh just didn't know if it was slippy or scampy or shrimpy i think he which he called him shrimpy and scampy i mean out of order but they were there uh, <laughs> that so, makes me hungry yeah I was watching this online today with one of our listeners curtis he jumped on to to watch it on our facebook page and as we were watching it he was saying that this is kind of a back to the future ending in a way right i mean the bully ends up helping slappy out with the machine and mm. uh, helping fix it at the end very much like biff at the very end of back to the future is just waxing the car so yeah i guess sometimes, I see that. sometimes it helps to you know blow up that blow up the bully real good good job duke and may i thank you both again for showing me the error of my ways Ah, uh, don't get mushy on us. We actually enjoyed it. Yeah, you blowed up good. Boom! <laughs> right, sometimes you do need to fight back. Uh, yeah. You know, unfortunately. Well, stand up for yourself. Is the, I is like the... that it wasn't the first thing that Skippy tried to do. Yes, so he did try it's... all other methods first. Yeah. So good for him. And that is, by the way, that might be perhaps... Another reference right there where he says, you, oh, don't worry, you blow it up real good. And they all laugh. That might be a reference to SCTV uh, where they had uh, Joe Flaherty and John Candy play these two uh, hick kind of characters on that show that would blow things up and then go, oh, that blowed up real good. Broadway, baby. 
good. Yeah. Well, we'd like to thank our special guest, Bernadette Peters, for blowing up for us. Be with us next week on Farm Film Celebrity Blow Up when the entire Osmond family will blow up for us, each and every one of them. <laughs> anyway, this is Big Jim McBob. And Billy Saw Hurok saying, may the good Lord take a liking to you and blow you up real soon. Maybe. Perhaps. Well, um, that goes, that's it for this, this, uh, this episode. Do you guys have any other things that you want to point out that you thought were humorous? Um, Slappy's eyebrows are weird. That was weird. <laughs> and it wasn't just in this last segment, too. It was in the yeah, macadamia. There, was, there was some shots in the macadamia, yeah, where I was like, does she have a black eye? Like, especially when she, if she's not looking straight at the camera, I'm like, what is... It's either mascara on? or eyeliner. She just went really yeah. heavy on it in this episode. <laughs> We want thick lines, thick lines. <laughs> well, I will say that you know, as good, Star Tunes is was really fantastic, and I think Tom, when he was on the show, we were talking about animation companies, and he had mentioned Star Tunes being the best at slappy cartoons. Um, you know, they did the like the Halloween episode, and uh, to you know, is the one that comes to mind off the top of my head is just really excellent slappy. They really make Skippy look cute. And Slappy look just grumpy and fuzzy at the same time. It's a, it's a really good balance. I thought Star Tunes did a great job on this one. Except for those eyes. Those eyes were a little yeah, weird uh, in this one. Yeah, just the eyebrows. Like, other than that, I'm like, yeah, great great animation throughout. Except it's just weird. It kind of distracted me at times. <laughs> okay. And Kelly, any last thoughts on this cartoon or this episode? Uh, no. All right. Well, let's go ahead and get to our Water Tower rating. <laughs> What do you guys think? Out of five water towers, how many would you give this episode? Kelly, let's start with you. I will give it a four. I thought it was really good. I, I love the parody song. Um, you know, not a lot of episodes lately have had a lot of songs in them at all. So it was great to have something, even though, yes, it's an earworm. But it is catchy. And I, I love the way they used, you know, the lyrics uh, to make them relevant to Animaniacs, and uh, I thought it was really funny. All right. And Nathan, what about you? I'm also going to give it a four. Um, I'm, I appreciate the uh, Macarena song, Macadamia, even though I really hate the song. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> they did a really good job uh, doing the music video, and um, I, I would say it's better than the original. So, uh, yeah. And then uh, Sloppy and Squirrel one was had some cute moments and yeah i liked it uh four all right i will give it a four as well we're in triple agreement ding 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 sound effects i don't know uh yeah it was just for all those reasons that you guys said it's just it was a really solid episode i thought and just a really funny one and i i felt like when i was watching this cartoon especially the slappy and uh skippy one that this could stand the test of time for like decades and decades, you know, like 50 years from now, you could watch this cartoon with the bully and relate to it. Similarly to if you watch a 1940s Bugs Bunny cartoon, uh, the themes were there. And I think that uh, it, it just really, it, it was really good. Excellent, solid episode. Well, let's go ahead and go over our poll results from a couple weeks ago. And actually, I was so uh, forgetful that I actually put out this poll just a couple days ago. But whatever. The poll question 
This is why you've got a. The, everybody should probably keep our uh, Twitter account on alert, perhaps, because that way you'll find out exactly when I finally do put out these Twitter polls. But anyway, the question posed to the audience was: Would you rather see Mindy and Buttons or the Hip Hippos return in the Animaniacs reboot? And nine percent said they would rather just see the Hip Hippos return. 17% said neither of them should. 27% thought that both of them should come back. But 47% thought that just Mindy and Buttons should come back for the reboot. Um, so overall, I mean, Mindy and Buttons definitely, you know, people thought they should come back. Uh, not so much for the hip hippos. Uh, what do you guys think? For the reboot that's coming up, do you think Mindy or Buttons or hip hippos should come back? Uh, I voted for Mindy and Buttons. All right. And why is that? I like them <laughs> more than hip hippos. Um, and uh, I was considering saying neither, but, you know, it'd be really cool if you got uh, voices back for it and everything. Then, uh, yeah, uh, I think it's doable. So Mindy and Buttons for Nathan. Uh, Kelly, what do you think? I would say neither. Neither. Why is that? Yeah. Well, I'm. I've never really liked the Hip Hippos a whole lot. I mean, there aren't that many episodes with them. Uh, they just, you know, I never, I never was very um, fond of them. I don't hate them, but it's not my favorite. And then Buttons and Mindy, unless they could do something to really make the segments fresh, I, I just don't think there's a whole lot they could do with it and um and i think one of the reasons i've never liked buttons and mindy all that much because you know i'm not the biggest fan is um there's not really much of dialogue in it and and that's one of the things i like best about the show is the snappy dialogue from the warners and you know oh i love those quotable lines you know like in wally llama and things are just really funny and fun to quote and buttons and mindy and and the hip hippos also never really had that kind of witty dialogue well yeah you know the the hip hippos the, the funny thing with them is that they're only really funny depending on who you partner them up with so i thought the last one we saw with the brain was incredibly funny because it's the brain and you're almost laughing more not necessarily at the hip hippos but who they're partnered up with so i think they could bring back the hip hippos but just as a cameo or maybe for a short segment i wouldn't think that we could see them back on an ongoing basis so as much as i appreciate those cartoons i don't think they're going to come back i think that part of animaniacs will ride off into the sunset perhaps but who knows i'd like to it'd still be nice to see them in the background every now and then or cameo line so just to know they still exist <laughs> well nathan what do we have for this week's poll Oh boy. Okay. So, um, a couple of weeks ago, we had our last episode of Mindy and Buttons. So, the question is I mean, this is kind of a follow up to the last one, sort of whether you like your papers or whatever. Anyway, so uh, <laughs> the uh, best Mindy and Buttons cartoon round four. Oh boy. Uh, so, we have three choices Mindy and Wonderland. That's where uh, they go into uh, Wonderland. That was the last episode we saw. Uh, Buttons and Owls. Uh, that's where they go uh, to Wizard of Oz land. So it's kind of similar. <laughs> and then Night of the Living Buttons, where uh, there are zombies everywhere. Those, those are the three choices. Wow. These are actually three 
incredibly good Mindy and Buttons cartoons, I thought. Mm-hmm. So this, These are the, yeah. this one they, will be they, actually they a hard strong. one. They really, really did. Maybe I'm taking back my, my thoughts. Maybe Mindy and Buttons should be the only ones that come back. <laughs> I don't know. Well, you can make your thoughts heard by going to uh, twitter.com slash animaniacast or simply search on Twitter for hashtag animaniacastpoll and you can make your voice heard. Well, let's go ahead and get to some contact information. Nathan, where can people get in contact with you online? Oh, this is exciting. Uh, so I'm on Twitter. This is new. Uh, Chango FT. That's me. I'm already up to like 40 something followers. So, okay. Now uh, this is kind of ridiculous, folks. I mean, we've been doing this, uh, we've been doing this show now <laughs> over two years. And Nathan, how many followers did you have when we started off? Um, at least 10, maybe, but maybe not that many. Okay. <laughs> so I've, you know, I've had so many more followers now. I'm up to 47. 47. Right we got to change it. We got to quadrupled it. Well, we got to get them up to 50 at least before we're done with the, with the Animaniacs. So let's come okay. on, folks. Django well, FT. Django FT. That's me. Like Django Fett, but without some letters at the end. Yes. <laughs> so there we go. And Kelly, what about you? I'm on Twitter as Yoda Princess. Also without some letters at the end, it's Y-O-D-A-P-R-N-C-S-S. Or email me, Kelly, at BigShinyRobot.com. All right. And as for us, you can see us on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram. I just started up a, uh, oh, God, no. what is it? What do they call it? The the uh, the Reddit stuff? I don't know. I started up a, an Animaniacast Reddit. We'll see how long hmm. that lasts. Oh, did you? I should follow that. Well, go ahead, folks. Follow it. I posted one <laughs> thing. <laughs> but Google Plus, I heard, is closing down. So I, I don't think that's going to be around much longer. So Google Plus... Animaniacast account is probably going to go away. I didn't realize we had. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got it all. We got it all. Oh. But oh, wow. uh, Discord, we got the Discord.animaniacast.com. If you go to Discord.animaniacast.com, you can uh, join our discussion about our episodes and actually talk about a bunch of other uh, pop culture stuff with the other Retro Zap podcasts, where they talk about all this other stuff. In fact, you should. Go to the Discord channel, talk with the podcasters. They're all really awesome and welcoming and positive. And you should, hey, just go ahead and subscribe to the RetroZap podcast feed. And that way you can get all the RetroZap podcasts delivered straight to your device, such as the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Case Files podcast, the Ardcast, the Beltley's Banthas podcast, if you like Star Wars and politics, Brews and Blasters, if you like a Star Wars party, Deucedcast, movie show, uh, talks about movies. Dork Lair, if you want to talk about toys. Dune Cast, talking about Dune. Green Justice, talking about Arrow. Kanata's Castle, where we talk about Star Wars from two moms, which is a cool uh, perspective. Uh, you can also listen to Scarlet Velocity, a Flash podcast, Starships, Sabres, and Scoundrels, Techno Retro Dads, Warp Trails, and We Know Nothing. And of course, the Animani cast as well. Well, that'll do it for today's episode. So. For Nathan and Kelly, this is Joey saying good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Mm.
This podcast is not endorsed by Warner Brothers or Amblin Entertainment and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Animaniacs, the Warner Brothers logo, all names, pictures, and sounds of the Animaniacs characters or any other Animaniacs-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Warner Brothers, Amblin Entertainment, or their respective trademark and copyright holders. All original content of this podcast is the intellectual property of the Animaniacast unless otherwise indicated. Oh,